Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're in the uh, book of Isaiah, the prophet Isaiah, in the eighth chapter. And we're going to be looking at some things here. We looked at it in the previous episode, probably the next two or three episodes. I'm not sure how long it will take. With Isaiah chapter 8 and Psalm 91, particularly in dealing with uh, the matters of the day, shall we say. Uh, at the time of the, our recording of this podcast right here is March 2020. And uh, the big news of the day is the coronavirus, coronavirus. And I'm just going to tell you flat out from the beginning, this is a media created hype to try to instill a fear within a populace. There's no doubt it has a political agenda involved with it. Okay. And that's probably the primary motivation It's a political agenda to topple uh, leadership within various nations, particularly the United States. This is nothing new. You see this type of thing that's happened throughout mankind. And the scripture actually gives us some insight into it. And Isaiah chapter eight, we looked at the first five verses, uh, eight verses, I think in the previous episode, and we're seeing that uh, the people of the Lord were cutting deals with pagan nations. <clears throat> they were not inquiring of the Lord. And they had sought out uh, a deal with the king of uh, uh, Damascus, king of Samaria. Uh, Rezin his name. And they were dependent upon their deals more than they were uh, the Most High God. And God was saying, you know what? Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to speak something to you. And through you, I'm going to speak something to you through your prophet Isaiah. So let me just reread these first eight verses again. It says this. Then the Lord said to me, so this is Isaiah speaking. And the Lord said this to him. Take for yourself a large tablet and write on it in ordinary letters. Swift is the booty. Speedy is the prey. So that's what he was to write. And that uh, phraseology is actually in the Hebrew. Maher Shalah Hashbaz. Verse 2, and I will take to myself, this is the Lord speaking now, I will take to myself faithful witnesses for testimony, Uriah the priest and Zechariah, the son of Jeberachiah. So I approached the prophetess, this is Isaiah now speaking. So I approached the prophetess, and she conceived and gave birth to a son. So he said, I approached my wife, the prophetess, he's a prophet, she's a prophetess, and she conceives and she has a son. Then the Lord said to me, name him. Meher Shalah Hashbaz. <laughs> In other words, name him Swift Booty Speedy Prey. That was the name of his son. Why? Verse 4 tells us. For before the boy knows how to cry out, my father or my mother, the wealth of Damascus and the spoil of Samaria will be carried away before the king of Assyria. So he's saying this. The Lord's saying this to Isaiah. And Isaiah is to say this to his people. He said that before this boy is able to say mama and daddy, in other words, before he's two years old, let's say, this wealth of Damascus and this spoil of Samaria that you are trusted in is going to be conquered by the king of Assyria. Now, verse 5. Again, the Lord spoke to me further, saying, Inasmuch as these people have rejected the gently flowing water as the Shiloh and rejoiced in Rezin, the son of Remaliah, now, therefore, behold, the Lord is about to bring on them the strong and abundant waters of the river of the Euphrates, even the king of Assyria and all his glory. And it will rise up over all its channels and go over all its banks. 
Then it will sweep on into Judah. It will overflow and pass through. It will reach even to the neck, and the spread of its wings will fill the breath of your land, O Emmanuel. So what God's telling me, he says, as a matter of fact, Assyria is going to come, is going to conquer Damascus and Samaria, and it's going to conquer the entire northern kingdom right here. It's going to overflow into the southern kingdom, though it will not conquer the southern kingdom, and you see that in the balance of Scripture. Now, verse 9, let's pick up the new Scripture today. God is saying this to the people through Isaiah. Be broken, O peoples, and be shattered, and give ear all remote places of the earth. Gird yourself, yet be shattered. Gird yourself, yet be shattered. Yeah, he, he reiterates that. And that, the idea with shattered is to be dismayed. Be broken and realize, okay, this is coming upon you. Devise a plan, but it will be thwarted. State a proposal, but it will not stand, for God is with us. So God is saying, I'm going to be with you, okay? I'm going to be with you, and I'm going to walk with you. But you need to realize some stuff. And folks, this is with us. This is where we are today. If we are the people of the Lord that we profess to be, then we must trust in the Lord. And uh, let me just read these next two verses, and you'll see. Verse 11, For thus the Lord spoke to me with mighty power and instructed me not to walk in the way of this people, saying, you are to say, you're not to say, it is a conspiracy in regard to all that this people call a conspiracy. And you are not to fear what they fear or be in dread of it. So what he's saying right here is the people are going to try to devise a plan. They're going to try to do all this kind of stuff. He said it's not going to work. Okay? God is with us. Even if you're trying to devise a plan to get yourself out of the trouble, just realize that God is with you and rest in him. If you're trying to devise a plan to come against the people of the Lord, realize that you're going to be shattered. It's not going to work. But this is the profound truth for us. He tells us in verse 11 that we're not to walk in the way of this people. Folks, we are not to walk in the way of the world. Verse 12 even gives more detail. You are not to fear what they fear or to be in dread of it. Okay? We're not to fear what the people of the world fear. We're not to be in dread of it. Verse 13 tells us even more. It is the Lord of hosts whom you should have whom you should regard as holy. He shall be your fear, and he shall be your dread. Now, folks, this is really, really, really important for us. And he actually goes along, and we'll see it in uh, subsequent episodes here in Isaiah 8 and in Psalm 91, and he starts talking about pestilences. He starts talking about uh, plagues that come against people. He said, we are not to fear it because the Lord will protect us. See, the world is just uh, being ramped up into this media-induced fear over a coronavirus at the moment, okay? And there's far more people. As a matter of fact, like you saw the CDC statistics this morning, that in this year, this year's timing, that the CDC says somewhere between 35 and 50 million people have had the flu in the United States. Okay, that's a lot. That is about, uh, uh, let's say, uh, 20% of the populace something like that, has had the flu this year. Of those people, somewhere between twenty and 50,000 have died. And, and this is pretty standard for the year, okay? 
And yet now we have this virus where we've got, I think at the latest is 15 or 17 that have died in the United States with this. That is sad, no doubt, okay? So don't hear me wrong on that. But folks, if we allow man to instill fear within us, if we allow man to instill dread within us, if we're sitting there going, oh, it's a conspiracy, conspiracy, I suspect a lot of this is malicious in its intent, okay, at a lot of levels, and we'll talk more about that as we go along, then we're just doing the same thing the world's doing. And he's telling us, don't do this. Verse 13 says, it's the Lord of hosts that you should regard as holy. Keep your eyes upon the Lord. Worship the Lord. Keep him holy. It is he that you shall fear. It is he that should be your dread. The fear of the Lord in the way that we should be living, okay? The dread of the Lord in the way that we should live. And not dread in situation and circumstance, but the awe and the almighty power of the Most High God is where our focus and our attention should be. We, as the people of the Lord, should not be manipulated by the fear and the dread of the world. Folks, this is just the beginning. Okay, I'll say this many times. This is just the beginning. This is just a little training ground right here of even more intense things that are yet to come. We are being trained in how to respond and how to wait upon the Lord, how to trust in the Lord, how to rest in the Lord. What Psalm 91 says, how to abide in the Lord and in his shelter. Learn from it. Again, I'm Dale. I'll see you in the next episode.